Welcome to Psych Talk. I am your host, Jessica Lee, a licensed clinical psychologist. It is my mission to motivate, inspire, and educate you on everything psychology, mental health, and self-growth. Although topics discussed on this podcast are similar to therapy, Psych Talk is not a replacement for therapy and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Whether you are a mental health professional or student in the social science field, are interested in psychology and mindset shifts, or are just interested in gaining skills and knowledge to grow into the best version of yourself, this podcast is for you. My hope is to provide you with knowledge and skills that you can implement in your daily life that add up to make a big impact. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Psych Talk. Regardless of where you are listening from, if you are listening in real time, I am sure you have been following or at minimum are aware of what is currently going on between Israel and Palestine. As I am not Jewish, I have no ties to Israel, nor do I have ties to Palestine. For me personally, I have been consuming information over the past week or so by listening to the voices of those who are much more directly impacted than I am. I am also learning a lot about the history of Israel and Palestine that was unknown to me before, both due to ignorance and not actively seeking out information, as well as not being taught the true history in school. I do not feel like I am the best person to talk about these issues, and if you are listening, I encourage you to also listen to the voices of those who are directly impacted. I also encourage you, particularly if you are on social media, to fact check the posts because there has been so much misinformation spread, including, as an example, the White House even backtracking on certain claims President Biden made in his speech that were found to be inaccurate. One thing I do feel confident talking on, however, is managing our mental health and coping. And with everything going on in Israel and Palestine right now, emotions are very, very high. Whether you are directly impacted by what is going on or just consuming the news and being overwhelmed with all the information and coverage. As we know, consuming violent and upsetting information through media can negatively impact our mental health. Thus, for today's episode, I want to talk about how to protect our mental health as best we can when consuming upsetting media. So first, I am going to say that there is no right or wrong way to cope with what is currently going on, or at any point in time when news and media coverage is primarily covering something horrific and upsetting. Especially on social media, I have seen people be criticized for not speaking up enough or for posting content unrelated to what's going on. But the reality is, many people may not know what to say. Many may not feel informed enough to speak on the subject or form an opinion. Many may be consuming information without sharing their thoughts based on that information. So if you are a person that is actively consuming information from the news and social media, and that is helpful for you, I encourage you to continue to do so. 
if you are a person that is limiting the information you are consuming and that is helpful for you, continue to do that. If you are a person that is coping with these tragedies by speaking out and sharing your thoughts and opinions and that is helping you, continue to do so. If you are a person that is coping by being more quiet in the background, reading and watching information, but do not feel the need to publicly comment, and that is what feels right for you, continue to do so. If you are a person who is actively seeking out content on social media that makes you feel good, such as, I don't know, videos of puppies, because you need a break from all the heavy news coverage, continue to do so. If you are coping by crying or allowing yourself to feel the anger, allowing yourself to feel whatever emotions are coming up for you, continue to do that as well. If you are coping by trusting individuals to share how you are feeling about what is going on right now, continue to talk to those trusted individuals. All of this to say, whatever you feel you need to do to cope right now, continue to do so as long as it's not causing harm to yourself or others. If anyone tells you that you need to be coping differently, know that is a reflection of them and how they are coping or expect other people to cope. However, there is no right or wrong way to cope. So continue to do what feels good for you. And that may shift and change day by day. Some days you want to cope by consuming as much information as possible. And the next day you might want to take a break. That is absolutely fine. Know that whatever you are feeling is valid and whatever you need to do to protect your mental health right now, that is absolutely valid as well. So now I want to transition to the bulk of the episode where I want to talk about things that we can be doing to protect our mental health as much as possible at this time. I recognize that not everything I am listing will likely resonate with you or may not work for you, but these are just some ideas that may help if you are struggling right now. I also recognize that even with doing these things, many people are still likely feeling very angry, overwhelmed, and are significantly struggling. And that is okay. These things are just suggestions to possibly lessen the distress, whether applied now with everything going on with Israel and Palestine, or in the future when other violent or upsetting news is at the forefront of our news outlets and social media. I also want to acknowledge the privilege in many things that I am about to say, because this list is really for people who are not currently in Palestine or Israel and are primarily consuming the information about this through news or social media. I also want to emphasize that you can both protect your mental health and stay informed on what's happening. This is not a one or another situation and the only way to stay informed is not just to consume as much information as possible, especially if that is detrimental to your mental health. So know that you can do both. Give yourself permission to do both. So the first suggestion I have is limit your screen time. You can consume information in dedicated segments of time. You can set limits on your phone to how much time you are spending on your phone in general, or especially on social media or only watch news coverage as a certain at a certain time. So for example, 
setting a limit for yourself that you are only going to watch the six o'clock news. It is important that you have a balance between time spent consuming information from the media and time spent off your phone or with the TV off and doing things outside of consuming that media. Another option is to remove social media from your phone. If you are anything like me, checking social media apps is a habit. You open your phone to check the time, then you happen to click on one of those social media icons. If social media has become an overwhelming place for you, you can take a social media break and remove apps from your phone. If you do not want to remove them immediately, an idea I got from my friend Lindsay, so shout out to Lindsay, is to move the apps to the last page on your home screen so you have to swipe and aren't right there, um, and they aren't right there when you first open your phone. At minimum as well, you can also pause notifications on your apps if they are still turned on so that you don't feel the need to constantly check. My next tip is to recognize that you don't have to consume graphic media to be informed. Although there are plenty of videos out there, um, as well as pictures, know that watching videos or viewing graphic images is not the only way you have to consume information to be informed. You can read about what's going on without viewing the images or videos if viewing such is negatively impacting your mental health. To, that leads me to my next suggestion with regard to videos. You can cease autoplay on videos on social media. So if you do not want to expose yourself to violent videos, you can stop videos from autoplaying on your phone when you open social media apps. So this function is available in the settings on most social media platforms. So if you, for example, maybe are open to viewing some videos, but want to do it on your own time or within your control, you can go to your settings in your social media apps and cease autoplay on the videos so that when you open them, a violent video is not the first thing that pops up and starts playing. With Regard to social media, another thing you can do is mute certain words or accounts on social media. So for whatever reason, you cannot get off the internet or social media or don't want to completely cease using social media because maybe you are using it for things like puppy videos. I don't know why that's always my go-to of something that makes people happy, but it is. You can mute certain words or accounts that may help you curate a safer online space. You can also unfollow or block certain accounts if you feel that is necessary to protect your mental health. Another suggestion specifically for social media is recognizing that you do not have to expose yourself to or interact with hateful and dehumanizing comments. So especially on social media, it is tempting to consume what everyone has to say. However, this can lead to hours of reading comments, many of which are likely hateful and dehumanizing due to emotions being high, people reacting to posts or situations rather than taking time to think critically and respond. Uh, this also causes the perpetuation of misinformation, um, as well as seeing differing opinions and perspectives, which is not a bad thing innately. And on social media, at least from what I have observed, people are more likely to attack and name call and make 
hateful and hurtful comments towards people who have differing opinions than themselves. So know that you do not have to read everyone's comments, nor if you are receiving hateful or dehumanizing comments, you do not have to engage with those comments. If you are posting about current events that are violent and cause a lot of emotions, limiting or turning off comments is also a possibility to protect your mental health. I also want you all to give yourself permission to learn about and process what is going on away from social media. So call a trusted person or talk to your therapist if you have one about what is going on and what you are feeling about it. Seek out sources of information that are different than from social media, including books or podcasts and content that exists to inform accurately rather than to get engagement. If you are on social media, you know that the posts and videos that tend to gain the most tractions are the ones that are made to engage people whether it's using outlandish claims, spreading false information, things like that, those tend to do better on social media algorithm-wise. But just because something is popular does not mean it is accurate. And given heightened emotions right now, consuming that type of content may negatively impact your mental health more. Another thing I want you all to do is validate your emotions. So recognize what you are feeling right now is likely in line with what is occurring in reality. Thus, I don't want you judging yourself, questioning, or shaming yourself for feeling a certain way. It absolutely makes sense to feel horrified, shocked, afraid, or possibly not even knowing what you are truly feeling right now. It is hard to sit with uncomfortable emotions, but validating them can help any of those unnecessary self-critical thoughts from arising. Engage in coping skills. I say this all the time, but a coping skill is anything that helps an individual reduce their stress and feel better. And what works for one person may not work for another. However, things like going for a walk outside, engaging in mindfulness, a creative activity such as drawing or journaling, cooking, dancing, listening to music, progressive muscle relaxation, or breathing exercises may all be helpful in the moment to help regulate or calm yourself. Many of us feel extremely exhausted right now, so it is absolutely necessary to take a break and engage in those coping skills to help recharge yourself. One thing that I've been observing and saying a lot on social media is the concept of leaning into dialectics. So in psychology, a dialectic is this idea that two seemingly opposite things can be true at the same time. Like I said earlier in this episode, you can be informed on what is happening and take care of your mental health. You can speak up and about about what is going on and continue to go to work or school and show up for your family. You can be in the midst of grief over what is happening and also have moments of joy in your life. You can stay informed about what is going on and limit how much information you are consuming. Nothing about what is going on between Israel and Palestine is black and white. 
and is much more complex than what has happened over the past week if you are listening in real time. Just like what's going on between Palestine and Israel is very complex, coping with what's going on is also very complex. It's not black and white. So recognize you do not have to take sides with your emotions, with feeling informed, with putting your mental health first. You can do all of those things simultaneously. They can all coexist together. Another suggestion I have is take breaks or modify your schedule. So some people like myself need to stick to routine as much as possible when overwhelming things occur, but others do need adjustments to their schedule or breaks. So if you need to take time off work and it is possible for you to do so, do it. If you need extensions on assignments or projects, ask for them. If you need to cancel plans, do so. Listen to your body and your mind and do what is best for your mental health in the moment. And the last suggestion I'm going to give is seek professional help if necessary. Although therapy is not accessible to all, if you are struggling and therapy is accessible to you, seek out therapy and discuss what you are experiencing. Maybe if therapy doesn't seem accessible, but there are local support groups in your area, check those out. See if your area does have local support groups or even online support groups where you can discuss what you are experiencing with other people that are going through the same things. If you are feeling in imminent danger and cannot wait to meet with a therapist or don't feel like a support group is enough, call a local crisis or suicide hotline or take yourself to the emergency room. A few additional things I wanted to add that don't necessarily fit into my like recommendations of taking care of your mental health. Um, if you have children, you are likely not only worried about their mental health, um, but also managing your mental health while caring for them. So here are a few ideas that um, I'm going to share as to how to help your kids be informed about what's going on, but also take care of their mental health. If you are on Instagram, please go check out and follow Dr. Jenica. She made a whole post that is going to be much more comprehensive than my list right here of how to talk to your kids about what's going on with Israel and Palestine. And a lot of the tips can, you know, generalize to other difficult conversations. So First of all, speak about what is going on in a developmentally appropriate manner. Let the kids lead the conversation. If they ask questions, answer, but do not feel like you need to provide too much information. Sometimes less is more depending on age and developmental level. Listen when they have questions and provide a safe space where they feel like they can ask those questions and answer those questions honestly. I say this all the time, but kids are more aware than most adults give them credit for, and they very likely realize something is going on. Thus, it's important to check in on them, ask what they have heard, how they're feeling, and if they have questions. Validate their feelings and share your own worries and fears in a calm and developmentally appropriate manner, and be honest with them while also providing reassurance. And lastly, limit their access to news coverage and social media about the topic, just like I encouraged you to do so for yourself, as it can be just as traumatizing for them to witness. The last thing I wanted to add to this episode, specific to what is currently happening between Israel and Palestine, 
And although this may not seem directly related to coping, in many ways it is, I encourage you to check in on your Jewish and Palestinian friends. Even if they do not have family in Israel or Palestine or not living there, even if they have never traveled there in their life, they are being impacted more than those of us who have no ties to those countries. This idea of checking in also applies to anything that goes on in the media that is hard to consume. Because I really want you to think about how you are feeling, potentially as an outsider, and then imagine how your loved ones who are directly impacting or directly being impacted are feeling. So please, please check in on them. That's really all I wanted to touch on in today's episode. I know it's a shorter one, but I thought it was important to talk about things we can do to protect our mental health when consuming this violent and horrific information through the media. Although this episode was inspired by what is currently happening between Palestine and Israel, unfortunately, this is not the first nor will be the last horrific tragedy that the news and social media cover. Thus, I hope you can apply some of these tips, not only now, but also remember these tips for the future. So please take care of yourself as best you can right now, and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you found so much value. If you loved what you heard or gained some knowledge, I would love for you to take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jessica Lee PhD. Additionally, I would be honored if you leave a review and five-star rating so I can continue to help this podcast grow. If you are not already, follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook community, Grow Through What You Go Through. Thank you for joining me today, and I cannot wait for you to join me during the next episode. Remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are braver than you know.